The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, Is a lamp brought in to be put under a bushel or under a bed and not on a stand? For there is nothing hid except to be made manifest, nor is anything secret except to come to light. If any man has ears to hear, let him hear. And he said to them, Take heed what you hear. The measure you give will be the measure you get, and still more will be given you. For to him who has will more be given, and from him who has not, even what he has will be taken away. The Gospel of the Lord. The Church Fathers have some very beautiful interpretations of what uh, the Lord has said here in the Gospel today. And I found it very interesting then when tying it with the first reading, the response that David has to the generosity of the Lord. And so we know from the first reading, from what we've, we've read previous to this as well, is that David was inspired to build a house for God, for the presence of God, for the Ark of the Covenant. And uh, the Lord then speaks through the prophet Nathan, and he responds to this desire that David has, and he says, it will not be for you to build the house, but it'll be for your, your son to build the house. And so in the, what the Lord says, we have references to his own son Solomon, but also to the promise that the Messiah would come from his lineage as well. And so we see this beautiful generosity of God in response to a generous act that David had in his own heart. And so we can tie that in with the gospel today where the Lord speaks about the measure you give will be the measure you receive and still more will be given to you. And so the church fathers, when interpreting what the Lord is saying here, is a lamp brought in to be put under a bushel or under a bed and not on a stand. Many of the church fathers have three kind of lines of interpretations of what this means. One interpretation is that it is a reference to the Word of God, which makes sense because this follows after the parable of the sower. And so with reference to the Word of God or the Scriptures, it means that even though the Lord spoke in parables, and even though in the Scriptures the meaning is sometimes not uh, immediately evident, but is within the text itself, and so a parable of its nature is a story which has another meaning. And that meaning is something that we have to investigate. And that meaning is something that we have to come to understand. And so what the Lord is saying is that he doesn't speak in parables in order to hide the truth from those who desire to understand. What happens is is that like a lamp is not put under a bushel, under a bed, that word, that meaning that is within scripture has a proper place and that is within the minds and the hearts of the disciples of God when they understand the word. And so the meaning is this beautiful lamp, the words are this lamp, which is then implanted in those who study the word and who then are illumined by the word. So we are made for the word as a lamp is made for the flame. 
And so it's a beautiful image of what we are supposed to do with the scriptures, which is to seek to understand the scriptures so that we can then be set on fire with the flame and with the light that they contain. And so then that leads on to another interpretation of the church fathers, which is that it is not just the scriptures that are referred to here, but it is the disciples themselves, those who are illumined by God. And so what that then goes on in their interpretation is that we are not made simply to be illumined for our own sake, something that we hide within ourselves, but that that light is something which must be put in its proper place, meaning proclaimed to the world. We should, be we should not only be illumined by the word, but should illumine with the word. We should illumine the culture, illumine those whom we meet with the beautiful truths that we have come to know and understand through the scriptures. But it is also in a couple of interpretations, a reference to the Lord himself. And I think that this is beautiful then when we consider the Eucharist. And I think it's also powerful then when we also consider what David's response was to the presence of God in his midst. And so the lamp is Christ himself. And it is made, he is made to be proclaimed and to be known. And so if we think of this with regards to David in the first reading, is that he is inspired with a deeper appreciation of the presence of God in his midst. All of a sudden he comes to realize that the Lord is still in a tent. The Ark of the Covenant is still in a tent and not in a house. And he realizes that this is not worthy of the presence of God. And so he is moved in this inspiration to build a beautiful temple for God. He has a beautiful inspiration of love, love for the presence of God. And the Lord responds to that love. And he says to him, look, it's not for you to build the temple, but then the Lord responds by building David's own house. He says, your house will endure forever. The Lord responds with such beautiful and profound generosity that what we see in the first reading today is an overwhelmed David. David goes in and he says, who am I, Lord? Who am I that you would do all of this for me? And so he is so overwhelmed with God's generosity, he is in wonder, a new found and restored wonder at God and at his majesty and at his kindness and at his love. And what we see there is that the small measure that he was intending to give is abundantly returned by God. And that can teach us many beautiful things, which is that we should pray for that same grace of a renewed appreciation for the presence of God in our midst. The Lord Jesus Christ here present, the temple himself present with us. And as we desire to give him greater honor, the Lord responds with an even greater generosity. When we come before him and pass time with him in adoration, we might not feel the effects or see them immediately. David was not alive to see all of the promises of God fulfilled in his life, but he trusted that all of those promises would be fulfilled. And so also when we come to pray in the presence of the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, we might not immediately see all the fruits of that prayer, but we know that God is never outdone in generosity and that he responds to our small efforts of love with infinite love. He responds to our small efforts of generosity with infinite generosity. 
And so we can, we can rest assured that any small acts of kindness or adoration or love that we show to the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament will be infinitely forgiven back to us. The measure that we will receive back is something that would overwhelm us if we would see it all immediately. But all of the graces of our prayer in adoration might not be something that we see, but it is something that we can be assured of because God is never outdone in generosity. Amen.